Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this new car special. Today, we have a not street legal car, so technically a race car, which would normally mean a wheel in Wednesday, but it is not Wednesday and it is still a new car, so... You know, kind of tiptoeing the line here, but in any case, we are talking about the 2023 Mercedes-AMG GT Track Series, as it's the most powerful AMG GT yet, even though it is not street legal. No more is the Mercedes-AMG GT Black Series the king of the automaker sports car range. That mantle is now held by the 2023 Mercedes-AMG GT Track Series. The car is based on the AMG GT Black Series, but crucially, it is not street legal. It has been introduced to celebrate the 55th anniversary of the AMG brand and brings together some of the automaker's learnings from its GT3 and GT4 racing programs. Just 55 units will be produced worldwide. Found at the heart of the AMG GT track series is the same basic 4-liter twin-turbocharged V8 as the Black Series, complete with a flat-plane crank. However, Mercedes-AMG has fitted new motorsport fuel injectors and tuned the ECU, so the engine now delivers 734 horsepower and 627 pound-feet of torque, or 850 newton-meters of torque, meaning it has 14 horsepower and 37 pound-feet or 50 newton-meters more than the Black Series. Coupled to this engine is a new Hewland HLS six-speed sequential racing transmission with an adjustable differential routing power through the rear wheels. Elsewhere, Mercedes-AMG has equipped the track series with four-way adjustable Bilstein dampers that have both low-speed and high-speed settings for the rebound and compression. The car also has 18-inch wheels, motorsport-ready steel brakes, and 12-mode racing traction control and ABS systems. A 120-liter fuel tank has also been installed. Free from the regulations that govern street-legal cars, Mercedes-AMG has also worked its magic on the car's aerodynamics. There is now an extended front splitter, additional cooling ducts on the side sills, and new wheel arch wheel arch air outlets, and a mechanically adjustable rear wing designed to produce more downforce than the wing of the Black Series, though it looks largely the same. The car also has a large air outlet incorporated into the hood that helps to cool the engine while also increasing downforce. The interior looks and feels like a proper race car, thanks to a high tensile steel roll, ca roll cage, a carbon fiber driver safety cell, five-point racing harness, and an extrication hatch on the roof. A fire extinguisher system and driver safety nets have also been installed, as has a custom steering wheel, a programmable, program, programmable, okay, no, programmable Bosch driver display unit, I thought I was saying it wrong, I'm sorry, and an advanced data logging system. The Mercedes-AMG GT Track Series is being sold directly to customers by the company and is available from a 369,000 I think that's 369,000 euros plus VAT in Europe and $405,575 in the U.S. Buyers will receive technical support from HWAAG and a spare parts starter set. A seat and helmet ventilation system, a drinking system, and a passenger safety cell are all available as options. Customer deliveries will start in the second quarter of 2022. So how does it look then? Well, it looks like a Mercedes-AMG GT Black Series just in GT4 spec. And honestly, that's a good thing because I love the GT4 and uh, and even GT3 spec cars. Because that's something something I've said for a while, although I don't think I've said it all that often on the podcast, is something I don't like about prototype racing and NASCAR is that they don't really look like production cars, just racified. And that's the kind of racing that I personally prefer because I want to see the street cars. I want to see I want to see the street cars in race guys have their wheels driven off. That's what I want to see. I mean, yes, 
proper race cars like Formula One and Le Mans prototypes, they're very cool. Don't get me wrong. But to me, there's also a place for normal, like almost SCCA style, NASA style race cars. And that's like, that's personally my preference. And so seeing, seeing this is just more of that. And I'm all, I am all for it. But yeah, it looks pretty much the same. Maybe a little bit more carbon fiber on the wing in a few areas, like the end plates. But yeah, the biggest change I don't think is the exterior because it just looks like a slightly crazier. It almost looks like a AMG GT Black Series Pro. Think of it like that. That's kind of what it looks like. But the biggest change, as a result of that, the biggest change is not the exterior to me, but the interior because the interior is way more smart. No, AP Racing, that's cool. Yeah, the interior is way more Spartan than what you find on the product on the road going AMG GT Black Series. I mean, you have a very Formula One style two. What would it be? Not two spoke. Um, for lack of a better word, two handle steering wheel. So there's nothing on the top, nothing on the bottom. Almost a a very night rider, a very night rider look. Again, very Formula One. Kind of interesting. I would have to me. I would have expected a more full steering wheel. Because I imagine this car will get a bit more tail happy than a Formula One car will. So you you'd kind of think having that having those extra places to grab would be important. But okay, I guess not. There's a few buttons here and there, but it's actually it's not as bad as a Formula One car. It seems to be almost minimalist in its design, and I quite like that. You have a bunch of your fire suppression systems, all your racing kit, racing knobs, all that stuff. All those goodies. So yeah, it's it's not as crazy as you might expect a race car to look. I mean, it, I say that it's not crazier looking than the already crazy looking AMG GT Black Series. Like it's not a massive step forward in craziness from the road going car. It's just a few touches here and there. But that doesn't mean it looks bad. I love the way that I love the way the AMG GT Black Series looks on as a result I love the way the track series looks as well. Really crazy, really brilliant. And it's sort of kind of the last viper proportioned car I would think in GT4 racing. And you might some of you might be saying, "Well, what about the new Aston Martin Vantage because that's in GT4 racing?" Nah. The A pillar, the A pillar is too far forward. The dash to axle is not long enough. That's one thing the AMG GT, that's one area among maybe a few others where the AMG GT and the SLS AMG is very similar to the Viper is with its dash to axle. So seeing a Viper-esque vehicle in GT4 racing is going to be quite cool. I mean, it's, it's even got the wing and the aero package down, except for the splitter. But yeah, it largely has the aero package down even on like a Gen 5 ACR Extreme. So that's quite good to see as well. So overall, I'm going to give it like 8.7. Really, really cool looking. Not that not that big a departure from the production car, but then again, that's that's the case for most, certainly GT4 cars. That's the case for most GT4 cars. At least exterior, at least as far as the exterior is concerned, when you go to the interior, again, all your racing knobs, buttons, all that sort of stuff, massive departure from the production car, but that's to be expected. Yeah, so if you like, if you like the... The AMG GT Black Series, you're going to like the track series as well. The only real question is, yeah, it looks great, but this is a race car. How does it perform? Can it compete with the R8s and the Vantages of the GT4 class? We'll have to wait and see. Wait for someone to campaign this thing. But I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to see, see this thing campaigned in racing and see how it does. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for this episode. I know, kind of a short one, but there's just not that much information right now. It's just, you know, one little short blurb. In any case, like I said, hope you enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, hey, that is not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcasts. Tap into his car conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time.
You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.